Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Esteemed panelist Herbert Morris, a U.S. Army veteran and Chicago Regional Office VRENE officer. And we have Estelle uh, Ezrell, Ezrella Nicole Hubbard Darman. That, that's a long name, but a, a wonderful person, a powerful person. I was reading her history, and she actually started as an assistant re- uh, veteran readiness and employment officer with the Chicago Regional Office in 2019. She holds a master's degree in counseling concentration of vocational rehabilitation and a bachelor's degree in psychology. She began with the Veterans Affairs back in 2012 as a vocational rehabilitation counselor. As the assistant to the Veterans Readiness and Employment Officer, she is responsible for managing, understanding, and executing VA regulations and procedures established and disseminated by the VRNE officer and the VRNE central office program managers and functions as consultant to the subordinate staff. Uh, Herbert Morris was appointed to his position in 2014 as the regional uh, Chicago Regional Office Vocational Rehabilitation and Employment Officer. Uh, previously, he was an assistant uh, vocational rehabilitation and employment officer at the Muskegee Regional Office. Uh, he is a proud, proud U.S. Army veteran, uh, and uh, he had listed in 1981, but did some tours over in Iraq, Saudi Arabia during Desert Shield and Desert Storm. Uh, he also served in Bosnia during the Bosnian and Serbian conflict. He was also a drill sergeant at Fort Jackson, so I know everyone woke up there early in Fort Jackson with him on the on the uh, tail there, making sure they uh, did what they were supposed to do. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and also, uh, his last duty station was in Fort Sill, Oklahoma, in 2001. Uh, he is a product of the VA's Chapter 31 program. His first VA position was in 2005 as a vocational rehabilitation counselor at the Detroit RO. I am so pleased to have both of you. I had to read those histories because people don't realize what goes in to making the quality of the people that are in our VA system, and both of you exemplify the highest levels of excellence I have seen. So I would like now to turn this over. We're going to talk about the Veterans Readiness and Employment Modernization and uh, be- uh, Benefits um, uh, Acts and things that are going on now to change the life uh, of our veterans for the better. So I'll start off with um, I have Herbert Morris. Let's start with you, and uh, tell me a little bit about what you're doing. Yes, uh, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, I just want to kind of give you a quick overview of our program. Uh, it's called Veteran Readiness and Employment Program, formerly known as Vocational Rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, if you're a service-connected uh, uh, veteran, a service member. Uh, you know, with a disability that limits your ability to work or prevents you from working, veteran yes. readiness and employment uh, program can help. This program, also known as, uh, again, Chapter 31 VRNE, or VRNE, mm-hmm. um, helps you explore employment um, options and address training needs. In some cases, 
your family members may also qualify for certain benefits. So it's not only veterans, but also some service members that's probably going to a uh, board, a retention board to get out of the military. We try to get to them before they get out of the military. Mm-hmm. Also that they understand where they're going. So you just don't walk into uncharted waters, I guess, right? Yes, we're trying to make sure they don't get out of the military homeless or anything like that. So we try to get a hold of them before they get out of the military. Oh, fantastic. Okay, Ezrella, tell me a little bit more about what you're doing. It sounds like your plate is full. I was just... I was reading through that list, and I said, even if you read your list every day, you know, when would you start? <laughs> so you can start uh, telling us about yourself and what you're doing. She might be on mute. Okay, uh, we get, we're trying to get uh, Ezrella on. But, you know, uh, what I'm going to do is talk a little bit about, um, you know, the employment modernization and uh, benefits. So what what is the main thing that you're seeing right now, uh, Herbert, as we're getting this technical difficulty out the way? Um, what, you know, what's the biggest change you're seeing that people need to be aware of? Yeah, one of the biggest changes that we're having right now is that we're able to communicate with veterans remotely more. Um, you know, before uh, our focus was face-to-face, but with COVID, it, it, changed, it, it changed a lot. So we developed new technologies to communicate with uh, veterans, schedule appointments, mm-hmm. uh, do telecounseling, and so forth. So that kind of, you know, keep them from coming into the office or come, you know, all the way up here to see us and also keep them safe, keep us safe during the uh, COVID um, situation. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. you know, a lot of them really appreciate that, and so does the counselors as well. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, because I know with the COVID you have a lot of things going on where people have to, you know, I've heard about like telepsychiatry, tele-mental health, and, you know, uh, even uh, visits, you know, on, on uh, the tele-platform. And if anyone is uh, ready for, you know, anything that's going to happen as new is the military, right? <laughs> and the VA system yes. actually is applauded all around the world. I, I know that uh, particularly, you know, uh, many of the systems overseas like Taiwan and those, they actually use the framework uh, of the VA mm-hmm. system in order to establish their, you know, public health uh, departments and how they actually outreach. So uh, that's, that's just incredible. But what kind of jobs do you get people ready for when they come back? So we always talk about this, that transition and, you know, trying to inform employers about what do our veterans, what can they offer you? Well, we could all, I mean, we're a system would get in any, any type of jobs that they're interested in. I mean, there's no limit. We have no limit. You know, they're authorized up to 48 months of entitlement on our program. So, you know, based on their interests and based on their interests and their capabilities, uh, you know, we're, we're able to assist them in pretty much anything that they want to do. Uh, first, you know, they meet, first of all, they have to apply. Now, once they apply, then they meet with a council for entitlement, feasibility determination, and then they do a labor market research and identify some goals, some field that they're interested in. Mm-hmm. And that after that, then, you know, we'll help them to get there provide the training and all that for 
You know, is there any overlay with that with people, you know, having uh, their own businesses, you know, because you have small business, you know, uh, owners now who are veterans. You know, I, I know of here's Gulf Shrimp, for example, is a veteran. You know, so so does that do you have an overlap with that at all? Well, that's one of our tracks. We have five different tracks. Uh, one of the track is reemployment, uh, okay. rapid access to employment track, and self-employment is also one of our track, uh, along with employment through long-term, which is where we send veterans to school, and also independent living track for those who cannot work or disabilities are too severe. So, yes, yeah, self-employment track is one is one of those that we uh, one of our tracks that we provide to veterans. Wow. So this is like, you said 48 months, because I almost fell out my chair when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, like four yeah, years, well, you're right? Author- yes. <laughs> well, yes, you're authorized up to 48 months. That doesn't mean you'll necessarily need, need all or that. use yeah. all 48 months. Yeah, whatever it is that you require to complete your program, that's what we'll provide for you. Oh, fantastic. Yes. And is that like is that like a total for... You know the, the the lifetime of you of doing this, or let's say that someone uh, uses two years and they come back, and then they have to um, you know start looking for another type of employment uh, because they got laid off or something happened. You know the company folded. Can, it, it, is that like four years? Is that an aggregate over time? Or no, no, not necessarily. Okay. I mean, you know, uh, we may rehabilitate you. It's based on your disabilities, of course. So let's say, for example. Uh, you've been rehabilitated, you have a job, but somewhere along the line, your disabilities got worse. You can no longer do the job rehabilitated you in. You could reapply, and we will send you back to school for something different that will not affect your disabilities. Oh, so it doesn't yeah, matter yeah. that you use it for Yes. This is because I just wanted to let you all know I just came in on by phone. So. Oh, okay. Excellent. <laughs> Yeah, if one, if one technology doesn't work, you try the other one. <laughs> Have a backup. That, that, that's the military way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> so yeah, but that that uh, that sounds good. We we're just um, uh, just talking about you know some of the tracks that uh, are available to our veterans in the amount of time, you know, about forty eight months in the program. But this sounds like a really uh, wonderful thing, and 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 you know, I guess you have to pay attention because you know. With the um, with the Operation uh, Rocky Freedom and Enduring Freedom and all, well, you know, a lot of people got injured, right? And uh, yes. so, you know, so there is a component of disability that goes along with that. So, h- how do you deal with those people who, let's say, have lost a limb, my you know, lost a leg or an arm? Um, does that go into the calculation of how this uh, vocational rehab goes? Yes. So basically, yes. We we have to determine the most uh, feasible goal for this individual. Just because you're missing a leg doesn't necessarily mean you can't work. You know, there are adaptations and different things that you you know that we could assist you with, or that you could get to assist you in working. So you know, the, the sky's the limit. You know, sometimes the disabilities are too severe to where you cannot work. There are some cases like that. But, no, it doesn't matter. If you have a service-connected disability and you're feasible to work, we'll assist you in that area, yes. Oh, great. And, Nicole, I know that's your middle name, uh, but the S- I'm so tr- intrigued by your first name, Ezrella, or is it Ezrea? Because I know there's an L. Ursalia. Ezrelia? Ursalia. Ursalia. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. That's a 
<laughs> That's why I use Nicole. <laughs> That's why you use Nicole. Oh, I like that name too. <laughs> but, Thank you. But tell tell us about uh, what, what you're doing in the VA and how this uh, why this is so important for you to do this for veterans. Well, one thing um, that the VA is doing is that um, VRNE and the education benefits kind of get um, compartmentalized into one area. So they're making a different distinction now so that your GI Bill education benefits are not um, mixed into VRNE. So they're giving veterans back entitlement time for post-9-11 GI Bill, mm-hmm. time that may have been taken away when they do VRNE. And that's one area. It became effective April 1st. So they're working to make sure to reach out and contact these veterans, you know, and let them know that entitlement is being restored or that they may be eligible for more entitlement. So that's one of the things that right now is of most interest because a lot of veterans are able to get those benefits back. Wow. Wow. I, uh... yeah. And just to, just to add a little bit more to that, basically, you know, like we, we said earlier, you authorize up to 48 months. And with the education, not voc rehab, but education, um, you're authorized up to 48 months to include in uh, other VA educational programs. But now they're going to change that. So in the past, if you use Chapter 31, which counted against your time, now they're going to give that back to you. So, you know, so you won't be penalized because of your disabilities or using Chapter 31. That is fantastic. I, I know it's going to help a lot of veterans. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, so I, I like that. Any, anytime they make a, a rational decision and do something good for veterans, I, I'm really happy about it. <laughs> but how, yeah, it's definitely more favorable for veterans. But how, how can people find out about this? You know, uh, the, the use of the Chapter 31 and DR&E and how these reinstated GI Bill and entitlement, uh, you know, entitlements that were restored, uh, where can they go to take a look at that? Well, one way is that they plan to um, review veteran services and then they're going to notify them in writing if their benefit um, okay. is affected by this change and if they'll be advised of more entitlement. But also um, they have the Education Call Center. And they can call the numbers 888-442-4551. And that number is from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Central. And then online is www.benefit.va.gov slash forward slash GI Bill. So they can call or go to the website. But most will um, get letters in the mail notifying of them of the restoration or additional benefits that they may be eligible for and the specific um, number of months they may have. Oh, fantastic. So that's a 888-442-4551 and then benefits.va.gov forward slash GI bill, right? Oh, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, I'm going to be uh, phoning, uh, phoning them as soon as I get home. <laughs> no, maybe not tonight, <laughs> but uh, I know you said the hours are there, but this is fantastic information uh, that veterans yeah. need to know. And uh, so does this have any you know, effect um, on those uh, veterans who uh, you, know, you need to be uh, sort of retrained because uh, let's say that, uh, you know, TBI is part of the picture. Um, you know, how does that play into things? You know, because a lot of uh, uh, veterans are coming back with traumatic brain injuries and, you know, have to sort of readjust and start learning things again. So, you know, if if a person is in that kind of program, do they sort of work side by side 
with the, uh, let's say, the neuropsychiatry uh, teams or, or the people who are, you know, uh, actually assisting them in that capacity? Yeah, so we look at the individual. I'm sorry, we, we look at the individual. I'm s- Okay, you can go hold with Nicole. You put bit the uh, uh, the the uh, uh, the coin first, so <laughs> try. You, you can go and then uh, we'll follow that with Herbert. <laughs> okay, sorry about this. Yeah, so we look specifically at the individual and what assistance they may need. So yeah, we refer and speak with uh, their physicians or any neurological doctors they're working with to determine what's feasible for them, what they may or may not be able to do, so that we're not putting them in a job that you know is totally out of their realm. So, you know, we don't want to put them in, um, into something that's going to cause further aggravation to that TBR or the brain injury. Oh, and then, yeah, sometimes they have to take it slower that, you know, maybe they have to start um, just working on their medical and focusing on being fully, as you know, as much as they were previously before the injury. And then we start there, then initially work up to how you can work or what you can do as far as working. So it just depends on that individual and how we can start with assisting them. That, that's really interesting because, um, you know, and, and you can uh, speak to that again, Herbert, to that same point. Uh, but one of the things I was just thinking about when uh, Nicole was speaking was the issue about, well, you know, uh, I'm going through this program, but I still need to eat every day, right? And um, so so h- how do you balance you know, this program, do people still, uh, are still employed, or how, how do the hours work for them? Okay, well, you know, um, we understand that you still need to pay rent, you still need to pay mortgage, you still have to eat and take care of your family members. Mm-hmm. So uh, just because you're working doesn't mean you're not entitled to the program. It depends on if the job is suitable or not. For a good example would be if, you, if if your disability is a bad back and you're working at Walmart stocking shelves, for example, that's not a suitable job. It's bad for your back. Right. But you have to do what you have to do to support your family while you're in the program. Right. So right. in this case, we will still find you entitled even though you're working. So um, And also while you're in the program, you also get a subsistence allowance to, you know, to assist you while you're in training and not working to help you to continue to live a, you know, pretty decent life while you're going to school. Oh, fantastic. Uh, so that really is a good, uh, a good step up, right? Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love, love that. Love that. Um, so, you know, so, so tell me about, you know, I'll go from, uh, uh, Nicole, I'll start with you and then go to Herbert. But I want you to tell me about some of the uh, things that make you proud, some of the success stories that you've seen, uh, because I know there are a lot coming out of the programs at the VA. Uh, but, you know, tell me about what your experience has been. Well, for me, my experience is, you know, when they achieve the most. Um, you know, sometimes veterans will come in, they'll have big dreams of being, um, you know, a doctor, a lawyer. But sometimes they get started and, you know, they find out just going through the program and going through school that maybe paralegal is just what they need. Mm -hmm. So even the fact that, you know, coming from having possibly no income or lower income, even to become a paralegal, um, you know, they found a job where they're successful, but also something that they enjoy. Because going through VR needs, like, 
when you have the focus of I'm going to serve the military and that's going to be my that's my lifelong dream, we have to find that second chapter, and we're there to assist them with moving forward in that second uh, chapter in their life and finding out what else will give them that same pride. And that's what many of our success stories entail is helping them find that second chapter and conclude mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Oh, excellent. What about you, Herbert? Well, you know, being a product of the program myself, it makes it easier for me to communicate with a lot of the veterans because sometimes, you know, these veterans hadn't been in school in years. And now we're talking about going to college and then trying to find a new job, new career. It's very difficult. It's very stressful. So a lot of time, you know, they're kind of hesitant. So I kind of use myself as an example sometimes and, you know, communicate with that, hey, you know, here was my situation. This is what, you know, because sometimes we get in the military, we think we're going to be there forever. Yes, yeah. Until yes. one day we find out, hey, you know, you're going to have to go at some point and it's going to continue without you. So, you know, you have to have some kind of plan. And even if you don't, Volk Rehab is a great opportunity. So to be able to communicate that to them and then watch them go through the program, graduate and get a job, I mean, it's, it's, it's very pleasing. So, you know, just to use myself as an example to motivate them to get them through the program. Fantastic. A shiny example. <laughs> so, you know, so what about the uh, – do you ever uh, work with employers, you know, the ones who are out there because you, you're doing training for them or, you know, the voc rehab? And I was wondering, how do the employers play a role? Uh, do you work with the employers or tell them that, you know, you know, here's a, here's a person that works sonar, you know, on a Navy ship, right? <laughs> so uh, they have some, uh, you know, technical uh, uh, background in computers. Or, so h- how do you work with employers to let them know how valuable these employees are? So one way we do that is we have a non-paid work experience. So some people who have the military background, but, you know, maybe the job that they're going into they need that experience to kind of push them forward. So we have relationships with like the social security administration where we're offering the services. We're paying the veteran while they're going through the program, but they're able to get that experience working with the social security administration so that that way they get the experience and build up their resume. But also sometimes they may turn into a permanent job for that individual. So the non-paid work experience is really good um, measurement to build that up and work with specific employers. Oh. oh, fantastic. Well, you know, we're coming up, up to time. Of course, these, these segments always go fast when we have uh, interesting guests on <laughs> who are telling, talking about some things that are really important. But, you know, just leave. Uh, we're going to uh, actually uh, have one minute to go. But I want, you know, um, you know why don't you take this, Herbert? Um, what do you want people to remember? about this program? What do you want them to focus on? What I would like for them to focus on is that this is a great opportunity for some, you know, because a lot of us sometimes we go in the military and then we get, you know, it's time to go. You have to leave. And some of us maybe didn't get an education, you know, earlier in life. And this is sort of like a second chance. And the fact that you don't have to pay a dime for this program, we pay for tuition, fees, everything, your supplies, whatever you need. So this is a second opportunity. All you have to do is go to school, do your schoolwork, study, graduate, and we'll assist you with finding jobs. That's how simple it is. 
You know, it does, and you get up, you get paid while you're going through the program. You get a subsistence allowance to help to support you and your family. That's so fantastic. take advantage of this opportunity. Okay, I'm going to uh, end with uh, Nicole's statement about calling 888-442-4551, uh, benefits.va.gov uh, forward slash GI Bill. Learn, learn about this program. It sounds phenomenal, Chapter 31 program. I just want to thank our partner, uh, Chicago Regional Office Veteran Benefits Administration, for a wonderful show. And uh, we are going to have you, Herbert, and you, Nicole, back, because this is something I think that uh, veterans really need to know about. And uh, it looks like we have a different kind of administration. We're seeing more and more being done for veterans, hopefully, uh, coming up soon. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.